Blog Talk Radio. Apostle John L. Solomon, the lion among lions in the lion's den. It's my purpose today, nevertheless, to bring you strength. Strength from the lion's den is a compelling talk show that discusses life's difficult situations through relevant topics, important issues, and empowerment from a biblical perspective. The lion's den will bring you the energy of encouragement, transcending godly wisdom, the efficacy of knowledge and education, and primarily strength to the weary in life from the source of our connection with our Savior Jesus Christ. So go ahead and roar. That's right, roar. For your victory, roar for your power, roar for your prosperity, roar for your deliverance, and roar for your strength. That's right. Tonight we got a hot topic for you. Listen, somebody said, "Man, you're breaking from your normal your normal show." No, I'm not. This is still this is women's empowerment. Tonight we're talking about women in football. She loves me. She loves me not. Listen, football has long been considered a man's game, played, loved, and operated by men. But those days are over where only tomboys like sports are. The women were in the kitchen and the men in the living room watching the game. In today's society, women have fallen in love and built a substantial and rather prosperous relationship of fandom operations and participation with football. Man, I'm sorry to sound like Stephen A. Smith up in here. Listen, but football loved, has football loved and treated women with the same passion, respect, and affection. I want to see that tonight. Listen, I got two women tonight. They don't just know football. They know a lot about a whole lot of stuff. So I'm going to introduce them to you tonight. My first guest uh, was born in Macon, Georgia, almost 50 years ago, September 1967. For 33 years, he's worked at the U.S. Post Office of Personal uh, – I'm sorry, U.S. Office of Personal Management as a federal employee. She received a math degree from Macon State College and a master's in theology from Christian Life School of Theology. Currently, she's an aspiring author working on her first best-selling book. She attends the Welcome Center Church and loves writing and football. Now, her team was the runner-up in last season's Super Bowl. Is that right? Did I do that all right, Ken? Was that, was you that did, you did. <laughs> <laughs> The Atlanta Falcons. Welcome to the show, the amazing Kim Williamson. Good to have Thank you here Thank you, John. Yeah, it's Kim Possible tonight, so you can call me Kim Possible. <laughs> I am Atlanta's Kim number Possible. one fan, and we are the NFC champs for 2016, just so you know. 
um, and I think a year after our marriage, we went on a retreat, and it was above Atlanta. And we was coming home from the retreat that Sunday, and Atlanta Falcons were playing. And he like, can we go to the game? And I knew he liked football, but I, I didn't. I wasn't into football. I mean, I knew about the game a little bit, but I wasn't interested in it. But we walked into that dome that day, and his face lit up like a child on Christmas morning. I realized that my husband loved this game, so this is something we could do together. I don't mind supporting him with the things that he loves, and it turned out that I ended up loving it more than he did, and he would always tell people, don't ask me about football. Ask my wife. She know more about it than I do, so that's why I, that's how I came to love those Falcons. <laughs> Now, how did the Falcons get the name the Dusty Bird? I mean, the Dirty, the Dirty. I mean, the Dirty Birds. Because uh, we're in the Dirty South. <laughs> we're in the Dirty South. We represent the Dirty South. No, I, I didn't say Dusty, man. I didn't say Dusty. You tried to slip that in, but it's all. No, no, no. Of course, of course not. No. Listen, uh, uh, many football shows, uh, you know, telecast, podcast, they seem to objectify women and treat them like non-factors. Some even believe that it's true that most women they just love the players, but don't necessarily uh, understand the game. What would you say to that type of uh, rhetoric, uh, Shelley? Crazy, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I remember, um, I remember when I would go out to the different uh, places to watch football, and I'll sit mm-hmm. there and guys approach me because they think, you know, they think that women are there to you know, catch a guy because football is on. No, I'm watching the game, dude. <laughs> I want to watch the game. And then they would sit there and then have conversations. And, and when I realized I know more about this game than you do, come on, dude, go away. <laughs> go away and let me watch the game. You know, I'm here to watch the game. Mm-hmm. So that is just crazy. It's, it's, it's amazing how many women out there that know a whole lot more about football than men. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Wow. It, it, it's crazy. It really is. Yeah. Ken, what would you say to that same question? Well, I mean, I think it had some <clears throat> validity back in the day when it was Leave it to Beaver and I'm a housewife. You know, most women weren't interested in football. I'm serious. I mean, you, mean the women, the women, you mean the women came out of the kitchen? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to keep us in the kitchen, but we became CEOs and, and, and doctors and lawyers, and we became Go athletes. And, and in the new millennium, we're like, hey, we love football. We know football. We can manage football. We can even play football if we wanted to. Uh-oh. But, yeah, I think it was a time where people may have had that that, that mindset, yeah. but we have blown that out of the water. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. women were just mm-hmm. cheerleaders. They were the cheerleaders, right, at one time. That was it for yeah. women football. Right, and you know, okay. you know, it was a place, I guess, for that because they wanted it to be entertaining. But you know, women joined in and said, "Hey, we can be more than just something cute to look at. We can, we got a mind too." That's right. <laughs> and it, and it, it was the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. If I'm not, if I'm well, anyway, let me move on. Let me move move on. Can't <laughs> <laughs> let you get me for this now. Listen, I, I'm gonna let uh, you slide. I'm gonna let you slide this time. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, in, uh, in 2014, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, he announced a new league policy violations of personal conduct policy uh, regarding assault, battery, domestic violence, sexual assault, and things of that nature when it comes to a, a physical force. And he said the players were subject to suspension without pay for at least six games for the first offense uh, considering uh, mitigating circumstances. And it will be longer if there was a, a second offense. And the player did not even have to be charged by the police or prosecutors to be suspended. 
uh, do you think the league, how do you feel the league is handled in addressing uh, assault, battery, and domestic violence? Have they been fair? Have they been impartial? What do you think, Kim? Well, you know, I kind of take a different position than most people on this, just because, you know, mm-hmm. I love football. I love the NFL. That's just one of my passions. But the NFL is just not my role model. I don't okay. look to them to make my moral decisions. Mm-hmm. However, I appreciate that they do try to make an effort to deter their employees, because you got to understand the football players are their employees, just like we're employees where we work. But okay. the accountability starts with the person that's making the the charge or or causing the charge, and so I think it's just it, it just goes hand in hand. That person got to be personally accountable. And the NFL, I think they sweep it under the rug and sometimes, and I think they try to deal with it as much as they can because they're so public, you know. Okay. But it's it's a it's mm-hmm. a fine line there for me with that one. I, I just hate that you know it get kind of exploited or maybe highlighted in the wrong in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. You made some interesting comments about them being employees and them being responsible for their personal conduct. Because it seems like sometimes the players get thrown under the bus by the entire league. We're, yeah, we're going to get exactly. back to that, though. We're going to get back to that. Shelly, that, that's what's, exactly what's your point. take on that? Mm-hmm. Well, my take is, is kind of different as well. You know, um, if the elite, if they was fair and consistent, then I can see. Um, but who's to say the measure of games? Just take Ray Ray Rice. He was suspended for two right. games. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Ben Rothenberger was, you know, suspended for six games. You know, for rape charges, and then later reduced to four games. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's not it's all about it's it's not consistent. I mean, have a rule and don't and don't have it like okay. There's no measure in the crime, which, you know, domestic charge, assault, battery, it's all the same. But have, like, a stiff penalty for it and don't try to waver on it. If they can come with something like that, then I can, I can agree with it. But I don't think they – I think they want to take a stand, but the way they want to take a stand. So I can say I did mm-hmm. slap you on the wrist, you know. So the problem is a lot, yeah. a lot of inconsistency with the ruling. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So much. Amen. Hey, that's good. Hey, y'all, we got, it's like time has passed already. We got to go to our first break. Y'all hold on. We're going to be right back. We're in the Lions Den. We're talking about women and football. Y'all hold on. Have you priced commercials lately? Advertising can truly break your budget. At Win, we eliminate the most common hurdle to advertising. Advertise with Win to reach potential customers locally, nationally, and internationally for as low as $150. Yes, that's right, $150 per commercial. We Inspire Network Radio is a new and rapidly growing online radio network that boasts of dynamic seasoned show hosts who are drawing audiences from across the nation and abroad. Africa, Australia, Scotland, Canada, just to name a few. We also have the technical capabilities to advertise your products and services through sound bites, slideshows, and more. No long-term contracts. You pay per show. Advertise on Win, and you are sure to be a winner. For more information, call us 201-477-0469. Email Annie Bell at wealthmanagement-fs.org.
right, we are back inside the Lions Den. Circle of the Lions Den is powered by We Inspire Network Radio. I'm partnered with a good team of people that want us to win. Tonight in the Lions Den, I have with me uh, uh, Shelly, oh, my God, Shelly Lowe, and I have Kim Possible, and we're talking about women and football, all right? Ladies, you still here with me? Yes, we're here. We're here, yay. yay. <laughs> oh, all right. Listen, now, a lot of times when I'm in the Lions Den and I'm talking to people, I, you know, I ask them questions about, you know, what's true, what's not true, and, and they won't answer the question. I'll answer you the know, question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled to You yeah, want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. See, a lot of people can't handle the truth, but you, you, you got to give it to them. You got to <laughs> give it to them. So this next, que- this next question, we're going to go into what's been a current topic with the, uh, the, the stand, the silent protesting, the kneeling, the sitting that's going on during the national anthem. How do you feel about the players taking a knee or sitting during the national anthem? Whoever want to go first can jump in on that one. Take your time. Take your time. Um, I'll start. Um, I have I have very different mixed emotions about that. I think mm-hmm. that the media, and all the social network have have taken it to a place where it didn't start. You know, they're hiding mm-hmm. when Kaepernick first. Neil, it was for a cause. It's about life, lives mattering, and now it's it has blown up into something about a, the flag or you know disrespecting the national anthem, and it has nothing to do with that. It seemed like they are covering the truth of what it's about, and it, and it's it's not facing the problem. The problem is violence. You know, all this violence uh, against everybody, all people. All lives matter, mm-hmm. uh, and we can't keep we can't keep being quiet about that. Um, I like how the the Neil is a silent protest about that. You know, enough is enough. Um, my beloved Cowboys, uh, I liked how they did it. They kneeled for it. They came out hand in hand. Then they kneeled for it, and then they still stood up because they still respect the country that we we you know we so freely live in. Uh, but they still kneeled for the cause, of the, and it was not about disrespecting the star, disrespecting the national anthem, or disrespecting the flag. It's about the true cause, and that's the the violence, the senseless killing that's going on. Mm-hmm. Right. You, the media they have changed the narrative. It it has, it has switched from its original uh, intent or its original protest, where they were singling out one man. So now the entire league is uh, what. Divided somewhat, you think? Mhm. Mhm. Well, I, I think, think that, and I like. Go ahead, Kim. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I, was, I think it got divided because of other comments that kind of was compounded on top of it. I mean, a peaceful protest is the thing that all of us have the right to do, and I think it always started out with a peaceful um, gesture and. It was fine because the NFL is a national stage. You know, a protest, you want it to be, you know, you want it to be recognized or seen, not in a negative way, but anything that turns negative is because somebody else misunderstands the purpose. And I thought that the purpose was more about the why and not the what. Because I think people are focused on he's kneeling, he's disrespecting the flag. It ain't even about what he's doing. It's about why he's doing it, in my opinion. 
What if he was a white man? I, what if what if, he, what if he was a white? Well, go ahead, Shelly. Go ahead. Uh, oh, good point that you said. I said that it seemed like they would be more excited if he did a violent protest than a peaceful protest. Okay. You know, uh, I re- I remember something my grandmother always said is that silence speaks volume, and that's all he's doing. He's protesting silently, but because he's not giving them the quote what they're used to us, you know, rioting and everything, just making a, a big deal. And I can and to answer your question. I don't think it would be this far if it was a white man. Mm-hmm. I, I really yeah, don't. That, I, I really don't. That was my that was my thinking. As Colin Kaepernick had been a white man, would have would it have been such an upheaval about the whole you know the whole thing in general? But um, okay, I, I appreciate y'all views. Uh, Kim, in our in our last segment, you last segment before we went to break. You said about we were talking about the employee. You said the players are they're employees of the NFL, and mm-hmm. that's what they're making a big deal. Doesn't it seem like they're trying? It's like I don't know. Maybe it's my perspective. It's like they're not slaves though. They're saying yeah, they're employees and they got to be accountable. But it seems like they're trying to put them into a, a slavery type of thing where you do what I say, you own your job, and your job is to play ball and shut up. You know, that's what it's yeah. Because I think they're like trying that. to answer to other entities. You know, the NFL is. Is made up of, you know, other entities that's influencing them, whether it's political or, you know, mm-hmm. from their sponsors or, you know. So it's like everybody's mm-hmm. trying to make everybody happy because they they may feel some pressure coming from the outside entities. But you're right. Okay. I mean, they are people. Mm-hmm. They are employees. And nobody should be pigeonholed on, in any policy. But like Shelly also mentioned, mm-hmm. it's not consistent across the board. But it's hard. I mean, there. I think there's just no right or wrong. There's just a lot of, ugh, we just don't know what to do. We should mm-hmm. also have the right to, you know, stand or kneel or do a cartwheel, <laughs> you know. It's just <laughs> our right to protest. So, I mean, are you taking, mm-hmm. are you saying that, you know, I should be fined or penalized or kicked off or fired because I have a right to, you know, that's the only mm-hmm. thing that I, I have an issue with. Okay. Yeah, well, that's pretty good. Well, let's, let's move into the, let's move into this next question that a hundred people surveyed sent in. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> overall average NFL <laughs> ticket prices are up 6% year over year across the league with teams like the New England Patriots, the Denver Broncos, the Atlanta Falcons, leading the leading the pack of the <laughs> highest average ticket prices. Do you feel that's my Stephen A. Do you feel NFL tickets are too high or unaffordable? Come on, answer my question. Come on. Well, I'll be glad to answer that one first. I, 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 I knew you, I knew you were gonna be first, Kim. I knew you were gonna want to answer that first. I gotta be first on this one. I am a 16 year season ticket holder. I have paid plenty of money for my NFL tickets. And I must say, I pay for what I want to enjoy. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say about it. <laughs> you're going to give us no more than that. Now, I'm not going to I'm not going to. Atlanta, Atlanta is one of them teams. <laughs> Atlanta is one of them teams up there with one of them new stadiums starting them price. Yeah. That's all we're yeah, going to and, and Yeah, it was a big leap this time because of the new stadium. Before, you know, the prices, mm-hmm. I mean, the NFL is expensive regardless of where you attend a game at. The NFL is expensive, period. <laughs> 
They've always been. I mean, how how do they make all those big salaries? <laughs> but yeah, our prices did jump this year because of the new stadium. But hey, anybody get a, mm-hmm. get a new stadium, the prices are gonna jump. So that's not that's not a normal. <laughs> Okay, that ain't good. Um, okay, go ahead, Shelly. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> um, they are crazy. Uh, like Kim said, but when we when we go we wanna pay we pay for what we want. I think my heart goes out too to all of those think about all those die heart fans, be it Cowboy or Falcon fans. When we both got a new stadium that's been season ticket holders for years, you know, and it's on a fixed income, but that, that's one of the things that they splurge on. Then they're not allowed, they, they can't do it now, you know, because we've taken that away from them. So I kind of feel bad for them. Um, I, I know this lady has been a, a Falcon ticket holder for 20-plus years, but she couldn't afford to become a ticket holder mm-hmm. again. So it's, it's, I think that we've gotten away with thinking about the true fan base, uh, be it Atlanta yeah. or, or, or Dallas thinking about the true fan base and we kind of making it about the the dollars and not the fans, you know. Wow, that's good. Hey, listen, before even look, look, I got a lot of people in the studio tonight. Uh, on the, before before we go to break, I'm, I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna jump on the line. Listen, uh, I'm gonna talk to some of the people. If you have a question, if you want to say something, I'm gonna put you on the air. I'm just gonna say the last four of your phone number, not your whole phone number, just the last four numbers of your phone number. So you can speak up, say something, okay? All right, we're going to start with, uh, who is this? 251-261-7. Uh, I'm a friend of both of them, and I'm neither one of they. I'm neither one of they fans, but I love both of them. I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan, so I'm a friend of uh, Hey, Jackie. Hey, hey, Who said we love you, Jackie. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jackie. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I thought you were through with me, but yeah, I love those no, girls. No. They are. They are truly it enough. They are truly. Mm-hmm. Falcon and Cowboy fans. All right, now that's it. Did, you, you you mean Falcon fans or diehard? It's a it's a such thing. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I didn't mean to answer that. Never mind. Next call. Next next call. I didn't mean to say that. I mean I didn't mean to say that. Falcon fans. Falcon Nation. I didn't mean to say that. I mean Falcon County. I mean Falcon Country. Oh wait a minute. Here we go. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, caller zero nine one one. What you guys? Anything? Hi, I'm a, I'm a Hi, this is Wanda, and I'm a friend of Kim's, and she is a diehard fan, and I had hey, the pleasure Wanda. of attending my first Falcon game with Yay, Kim, and I Wanda. loved it. Yay. So, yes, yes, <laughs> and I love your answer to the question about the tickets. Thank you, baby. All love right. you. Uh, all right. <laughs> another another Falcon fan. Huh? All right, <laughs> let's go on. Uh, call the seven seven eight zero three. What you got? What you got? Call a seven eight zero three. You got some men in here. Call a seven eight zero three. Okay, moving on. All right, next caller eight two five eight. What you eight two five eight? What you got to say? Call the eight two five eight. 
Maybe don't be a Cowboy fan. No, I think they're men. <laughs> I think they're men. Hey, <laughs> hey call it 8258. You know Cowboy fan know their phone number. Ooh, uh, let's see. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to be uh, impartial here. Uh call a zero one five one. Yes. I like to thank my niece who's a wonderful Falcon fan and I stand behind her one hundred percent. Yay, I can grow. Oh, Thank you, bro. Okay. I, I, get, I, get, I, get, I get a man on the ad. I get a man on the ad. He'll pass. And he's a Falcon fan. That's what's up. Oh, my God. Come on, Cowboy fans. Come on, Cowboy fans. Come on, Cowboy fans. Some Cowboy fans are the wrong number. Hey, we got to go to our break right now. Hey, when we come back, we're going to pick it up where we left off. We're going to be talking about. Uh, the salaries that women make versus men in these sports times. Y'all hold on. We'll be right back. Hello. My name is Minister Lloyd Bell, Jr., CEO of We Aspire Network Radio. God bless you, and I am Minister Annie Bell, the COO of We Inspire Network Radio. We had you, our listeners, in mind when we created We Inspire Network Radio, or as we like to call it, Win Radio. We incorporated your thoughts and opinions to ensure that our programming will embody true inspiration. And we will continue to bring relevant and heartfelt shows that cater to the needs and wants of our growing listener base. Please, subscribe to our network so that you can stay connected. Join us here every week where together, through God, we win. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back on the Prophet John L. Solomon. You tune in to Strength from the Lions Den, powered by We Inspire Network Radio. Shout out to the CEO, Lord B.J. Bell, and the COO, Annie Bell. Y'all doing a great work. Keep on working. All right, grinding hard. Listen, tonight in the Lions Den, we're talking about women and football. She loves me, she loves me not. But it's also on a women's empowerment tip. They're more than just uh, what they used to be. They've come a long way, baby. Uh, tonight we have with us in the booth, we have uh, Michelle Shelley Lowe and we have Kim Horton-Williamson, Kim Possible. Thank you all so much for being here. Hey, can I can I get a, a round of applause at home for our, our, our fan, our, our, our guest in the studio tonight? <laughs> uh-huh, that's it. Come on, clap for him, clap for him. There we go. Y'all doing a tremendous, tremendous job. Thank y'all for being here tonight. And thank my listening audience. Thank you for those who we talked to. Hey, we're going to come back to y'all before the show is over. Now, I want to go, I want to jump into this, these next statistics. Roger Federer makes over $700,000. He's a tennis player, not a football player. Serena Williams makes about $450,000. That's a big difference. Mm-hmm. In professional basketball in the U.S. last season, the maximum salary for a female player was $109,500. Men players made a minimum of $525,000. That's the minimum. And you know salaries don't jump so much more now. It seems that no matter what the sport, women are paid less. Do you feel it is justified? this is a justifiable discrepancy that women athletes have to suffer this huge funding disparity or – is it just uh, the fans just don't support the women as much? What, what's your take, Shelly? 
<sighs> I think uh, same job, equal pay. Um, you know, I, I don't think that uh, men should get paid more. Um, but I don't also think that it's supported either. Look at the WNBA. You know, we go we're mm-hmm. right out of basketball, you know, the NBA into football. So I don't think that it's, it's supported um, enough. I don't think that uh, even women, I don't think we support the the women uh, football, of the basketball basketball mm-hmm. league or, you know, as much. Um, with tennis, I think that's a different one. I think we all do the okay. same. So, but, again, same job, equal pay. I, I believe in okay. that. Yeah, and I agree. Yeah, I agree yeah. with everything Shirley just said. I mean, it's not supported because I always was disappointed that the WNBA games just did not get the notoriety or the, the participation mm-hmm. that the, the NBA did. So it's it's disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I don't know, will, will, will it ever change? I don't know. I don't know. But mm-hmm. it is, there is a huge disparity well, we there. Hey, we do want our WNBA sisters to come up. But you know what? Like we learned in love and basketball, at least they ain't got to go overseas no more to play, you know? Yeah. They can Absolutely. stay right here at home. Right. And play. Mm-hmm. But, Absolutely. but we, they, still need, they still need to show them the money, though. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is a question I wanted to ask. This is one of my personal questions. As I was doing my research, as I always do before my shows, one of the things was talking about uh, how the league appeals to their fans, the women and the men. And they said they, they have one something called pink, pretty and pink, that they do for women. Do you, do you think that the uh, NFL targets women properly, or do you think they just kind of clump them up and with everybody else, or do you think it's a, a direct – a direct line to appeal to their women fan base. They oh, try, bless their heart. Is. They, they try, bless their heart. Bless their heart. I like it. They're trying. Bless their heart. We get pink jerseys. <laughs> yeah, pink jerseys. I mean, you're trying, you know. Yeah, you said pink jerseys, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right, you know. Uh, no, give me, I, I want my blue, I want my gray, and I want my mm-hmm. white. I want that Dallas Cowboy color, and I'm quite sure Cam want her. I mean, yeah. You know, pink one, bless their heart. They try, you know, but don't. Just don't. Yeah, and they realize, you know, we got, we, we got the same amount of money as men because it takes money to go exactly. to the game to be a fan. It takes a lot of money to be a fan. <laughs> and we just you know, love uh, it, but, yeah, they try. John, I'll share this with you. Uh, Kim and I, mm-hmm. we crack up because we both have our uh, football shopping uh, budget. <laughs> We always have our budget for, you know, the different paraphernalia, the things that we want to do for our football team. So mm-hmm. we both have that budget, and we shared that about a year ago, Cam. Yeah. And we thought it was just so funny. <laughs> it was so funny because we have that budget. <laughs> you know? doing, we, have to, we have to watch that budget, and we have to maintain it. <laughs> Not to yeah. go over it. Okay. Yeah, we have to, we, yeah, we have to a lot for that. But mm-hmm. it's fun. I mean, the game is fun. We love it. It's it's a lifestyle, I think. When you are a fan mm-hmm. like yeah. we are, it becomes our lifestyle. And it's okay because everybody yeah. got their lifestyle or their hobbies or the things that they love to do. And football just happened to be that thing that we just – that's just at the top of our list. And I think the NFL yeah. is trying to, make, you know, do things that – Keep women inclus you know, included in that. You know, they're trying to change that that whole perspective, and we and we appreciate the effort. Yeah, well, and, and think to, about too. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. About Beth ahead, Beth Moen. 
Beth Moins. I want to thank her for the first woman, you know, in 30 years. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, uh, to uh, announce football. Well, she did Monday right, night, right. you know. Yep. <laughs> and, yeah. and, of course, you had some, some guys that didn't agree with that, but uh, bless your heart, too. <laughs> what what about what about the one what about the woman who was a referee? Do you think that she was because uh, you know we have you have a ref, referee in NBA two, a woman referee in NBA too. Right. They're probably mm-hmm. placed under a, they're, they're more scrutiny being out there with the men. They have to they have to be more uh, perfect, you know. Well, I, I think it's game. hard for them. I think it's hard for them, but. I will be one of those females that say I can do it too. Right. I can do right. it. You can do it. I can do it too. Exactly. You know. So, and I think it's hard, but I, you know, shout out to them. Yeah. You know, absolutely. For, for being that that woman. Breaking the ceiling. You know, we gotta keep. We have to keep breaking those ceilings uh-huh. down. We have to bring them down. You, you, you do. You, you do. Hey, before I go, before I get back to women in football, let me let me ask you a football question about the uh, the injuries that are occurring as far as the concussion and is it is it CT? I didn't research this one. This is just something my producer just gave me. Is it is it CTE? What is called the concussion protocol that they have to go through from the head injuries? You know, people like football because it's hard hitting. It's rough. Uh, should all the precautions really be taken, or should they just let them get out there and hit? Or do you have to protect them from themselves? You have to protect them from themselves yeah, because they're absolutely. passionate mm-hmm. about it. Because they're, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're passionate about something, you feel driven. And so I think we they they need to be protected from themselves because uh, at the moment they're not mm-hmm. thinking about the long term. Right. Just think Implications. Yeah, absolutely. And I think mm-hmm. the NFL has that responsibility because it is a, a contact game and it's a dangerous mm-hmm. contact game. But, you know, safety has to be a part of that and it has to be a priority. Yeah. Mm, that's good. All right. Listen, let me go back to the phone lines. Um, I don't know if I, I, I don't think I went to this one. Uh, 7803. Let's hear this cowboy saying. I'm sure it's a 7803. <laughs> Come on, Falcon. You're on the air live. Seven eight zero three. Okay, I tell you, people don't know their phone numbers. All right, let's go back to this. Uh, caller eight two five eight. Call. Hey, I'm a true Falcon fan, and Kim is oh, the best girl. Rise up, Dana! Yeah! Oh Lord! Rise up, sis! And I agree with everything Wonder and Kim have said. I agree to the max. I Thank am you. a true heart, back yes, of and so is she. Yes, girl. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Thank you, boo boo. Well, bless your heart. Thank you for listening. Okay, let's see. Call the 2241. That's you. Call the 2241. Oh, you bumping that music, too. You probably can't even hear me bumping that music. 2241. Hey, hey call the 2241. That's a copper thing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> call a <laughs> uh, call a six five nine six. Let's see what. Call a six five nine six. I'm, I'm talking to you. You you live. You on the air? Yes. I'm talking to you. Call a six five nine six. <laughs> you, you want me to say your whole number? <laughs> 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 that's funny. Now that's funny right hey there. man, hey man, how you doing? 
Hey, brother, how you doing tonight? Hey, 6596? Yeah, go Falcons. All right. <laughs> Yay, Rob, Rob. Oh, bless him, bless him. Uh, yes, come on, Cowboy yes. fans. Okay, um, let's try this one, 8630. Uh, okay, come on. Call it 8630. You live. Hey, this is hey, Sarita, Dirty Bird fan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Ray, Ray, Ray. What's up, Ray, Ray? Rise up, we're shutting it down. The bird nest shutting it down. Shelly, Shelly Lowe, no twelve. A cowboy for life, baby. Cowboy for life. And talk, talk to her. Talk to her. You know what? Hey, we appreciate. We appreciate all. Who, who? Somebody say something. Go ahead. No, we're fine. Well, I'm fine. We appreciate all you Falcons fans. Uh, on the line tonight. Hey, they have to they have to tune in. They were so close. They were so close hey, last year. Hey, they were so hey, close. Hey, so yeah. Hey, almost hey. doesn't count. Almost doesn't count. Hey, hey. That's in the past. <laughs> NFC champs. NFC champs. What you say is in the past. It's in the past, John. In the past. But we like that kind of banter, though. We like that kind of going back and forth because me and Shelly, we do it all the time, but we love each other. You know, there's no getting mad or in, it's just having fun. It's fun. Shelly's she- one of the best. Shelly's she- one of the best of the best of the best when it comes to it. I'm telling you. It's all about the love. Mm-hmm. The love. The love of the game, the love of the. Uh, yes. Camaraderie, the fellowship. My boys. Mhm. Mhm. That's it. <laughs> That's good. Listen, we we coming to our final break, and we're gonna come back, and we're gonna wrap this thing up. I'm so glad to have you y'all on the show tonight. Uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about women playing full comeback, and then we're gonna go into speaking directly to you, the listening audience. Y'all, hold on. We'll be right back. Have you priced commercials lately? Advertising can truly break your budget. At Win, we eliminate the most common hurdle to advertising. Advertise with Win to reach potential customers locally, nationally, and internationally for as low as $150. Yes, that's right, $150 per commercial. We Inspire Network Radio is a new and rapidly growing online radio network that boasts of dynamic seasoned show hosts who are drawing audiences from across the nation and abroad. Africa, Australia, Scotland, Canada, just to name a few. We also have the technical capabilities to advertise your products and services through sound bites, slideshows, and more. No long-term contracts. You pay per show. Advertise on WIN, and you are sure to be a winner. For more information, call us, 201-477-0469. Email Annie Bell at wealthmanagement-fs.org. A lion leads. It's about having the courage to stand and fight for your life. Having the strength to go bravely in your own direction, even if others walk away. You tread your own path. Only you know what's best for you. Only you know what path to take. Only you know your courage, your strength, your heart. Everyone has the heart of the lion inside of them. Let it out. Let it scream out of you. Like the lion, 
Unleash the beast in you. All right, we are back. You are you are inside the Lions Den, Strip the Lions Den, brought to you by We Inspire Network Radio. Pastor John on L. Solomon, and tonight in the Lions Den, we're talking about women and football. I have with me tonight Michelle Shelley Lowe, and I have Kim Woo! Williams Harden Williamson. Thank y'all so much for being here tonight. Yeah, Kim, your people ain't here, but they, but, but we know we know we 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 know they just jumped on the wagon a few years. They just jumped on the wagon a few years ago. Didn't they? Yeah, you, you can't keep yeah, up with us. Keep ago. up with yours. Yes, you can't keep up with us. Yes. You can't keep up with us. Keep up with yes. yours. Thank you. Uh huh. Bye bye. John, John, I was there like two minutes ago. Two minutes ago. Two minutes ago. Okay, y'all can't be double teaming me. I got seven people on the phone call. Y'all got zero. So I think I'm up on that. <laughs> Listen, um. Hey, as we close out tonight, listen, this has been so enjoyable. I appreciate you. you you're not just sports fans. You, you are very intelligent women. And that's one of the reasons why, as we was talking in the production room about vetting and women who love football, uh, sometimes they think women who play football, they're just there, like we said earlier, there for just to see the players or just because of a man. But I thank you all for knowing the game and being intelligent. And speaking of the game of football, the Lingerie Football League. <laughs> it, it used wow. to be called that, but but it's now called the Legends Football League. Now, now I'm a man, so I don't want to twist that up. But they are they they're basically in bra panties and pads. You know, is this real football? Because these women are tough and they are athletes. But is this just more objectifying women? Which y'all? What's your take on that? Well, I was thinking that, yeah, women athletes, great. They want to play football, but I just hate that they had to feel like they had to have a gimmick to get people to support it or to watch Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah, I just think that's the the route (laughs) they had to take. And I'm not sure if it's – I mean, they only have like six or seven teams. um, Right. You know, and – Yeah, then they they tour. It's like they tour in a sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, 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 then, and then they 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 don't get paid, and they don't have yeah. health insurance. They don't have coverage yeah. from the league. Uh, so right, and, and, I, and I, from what I've heard, that a lot of them do it for the fun of the game. And you know, in this world that we live in, people should be free to play, to do whatever they feel like they're capable of doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that the football game itself has been such a manly sport. You know, yeah. it's just such a different. <laughs> And 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 that's just the direction it had to take, unfortunately. You know, you know, they are true athletes. <laughs> yeah, and I just think that why lingerie? Why they have to play a lingerie? So I just think it's right. it's, it's it's crazy. You know, it's gimmicky because yeah, I mean, if I'm going to play mm-hmm. football, now give me the pads. You know, right. uh, I don't want my pants that tight. But, you know, give it to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> be dressed like the dude, you know. It's <laughs> like equal, equal, like you were saying, equal work, equal pay. Let me let me yeah, wear what yeah. I need. Let me wear the proper gear that I need to wear on the field as well. Think yeah. about it. Will men come and look at bulky women on the field? No. Women go look at mm-hmm. tight. What is that men wear on the field? Yes. <laughs> You know, that has just been the reality. It just has been the reality. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but I I just think that, uh, I, I don't know. 
I mean, I, mm-hmm. I love football. I don't want to watch women in lingerie. Mm-hmm. Right, absolutely. You, you know? So, I, you know, okay. so what was, is it for two football fans or, you know, for a gimmick, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that's what it seems more like a gimmick. What about arena football? What What about arena football? What, should, what do you think of that sport? Well, I love, you remember when Naked had an arena team? I love arena mm-hmm. football just because it gave those people that couldn't make it to the big league an opportunity to play the sport that they love. Mm-hmm. I, I just love all football, from yep. peewee to <laughs> high school <laughs> to college. Matt, John, I, mean, Matt, I, just, I, I love football. Yep, look, the, 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 look, the hill, the, the four hill football, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the street ball, the street ball. You know, I started with street ball for us anyway. Yes. 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 Listen, like uh, before, before, we, before we go, one thing that, uh, uh, that my producers hint that were that uh, you were women of uh, empowerment. You, you, you really, you're really leaders of a generation. You represent something, and you stand for something more than just football. But you, you know, people believe in you. There, there are women out here who do feel like how we talked about women who were marginalized. They, you know, equal pay things of that nature. They feel less than. They feel like they don't equal up. They don't matter. That men are better, and they always they can take the back seat. And while they may not verbalize it, but in their heart, in their mind. They may feel like they don't measure up. So if you could take a few minutes and just speak to that woman who may feel that she's less than, who may feel that she's been looked over, stepped over, put in the back seat, if you can just take some time and just empower her for a moment. Um, you can go first. Whoever whoever would like to go first, just go ahead. Um, okay, I'll go first. Oh, go ahead, Kim. You go ahead, Sherry. No, you can go ahead. Okay, yeah. I speak to that woman, you know, because I was that woman at some point. So, you know, when we know where we've come from and we know where we're headed, we're on a good place. We're on a, we're in a good space. And with that faith that drives me every day, I encourage every woman that feel discouraged or let down, left out, to keep pressing forward because they have a, a destiny in place for them that's already working on their behalf. They do not have to believe the lie of the enemy that try to come in to kill, steal, and destroy. We just do not accept it. God gave us purpose. He gave us wisdom, and he gave us knowledge, and we're going to apply that knowledge every day in our lives so that we can be role models for kids that look up to us as women of power, women of strength, women of faith, because that's just where I live. I live in that place where I want my faith to lead me, to motivate me, and I can believe in everything that I want and I can go for it and I can have it. And I can't, nobody's going to tell me I can't have what I want. Don't let nobody tell you you can't be what you want to be, you can't have what you want to have, you can't do what you want to do. Rise up. <laughs> and, and what I would add to what, what Kim is saying is that I too was that woman. When you realize who you are and who you are, then you can rise above everything. You know, uh, you know, have stand firm in your belief, what you believe in, who you believe in. Trust God. Anything is possible. You Amen. know, just trust God. Anything is possible. Uh, people can, you know, laugh and talk about you, tell you what you can't be. Those people are just people that does not have faith in themselves, does not believe in themselves. So don't let them tear you down. You can do anything that you want as long as you trust God. As long as you trust God and have that faith, 
You can do anything, be anything. You know, we're all Christ-like, you know. So I'm just like Christ. We're Christ-like. So there's nothing that anyone can tell me, you know, I may not be a size five. I may not have long hair, but I can buy it if I want to. <laughs> I, can go mm-hmm. get it mm-hmm. I can be anything. Any, I can be anything that I want. So just always, just as long as you trust God, everything is possible. Amen. That's right. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Thank y'all so much for that because uh, while we was while we was doing it, you know, while we was you know formatting the show and getting it together. You know, somebody uh, made the quote where people used to say, you hit like a girl, or you do this like a girl, as if a girl was secondary. So I, I thank you for speaking directly to that that statement and empowering those who were, were listening. Hey, we, we, we're at the close of the show. You you have been wonderful. But the, So I got a few more. I got a few more minutes. I just want to ask this question. Um, I'm going to start with Shelly because, you know, I'm going to start with Shelly because, Kim, your Falcons are out there, so they'll hear you last. Uh, what makes the Cowboys such a great, great, great franchise, Shelly? Wow. Because we're the Cowboys. Wow. That's it. <laughs> really, John? Really, John? Is there any other team? I mean, everybody else is just like, because we're the Cowboys. We're America's team. And people are like, do you not Google mm-hmm. it? <laughs> Google it. It could be the. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, a, it's so Cowboys. many players. You, it's so many players you can name in the, in the intro. You mentioned Roger Starbuck. I mean, as a little oh, girl, God. you could say his Two. name growing up. I mean, yeah. oh wow. Two towers. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> uh, well, Kim, let me uh, let me pose the same question in a different. I mean, let me pose the same question. Um, <laughs> Tell us, tell us a little something about the Falcons. No, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> really, John? We are I'm, in the heart I'm, I'm of Georgia. Yeah, we yeah, are the heart yeah, of yeah, Georgia's yeah. team. <laughs> <laughs> you say you're Georgia's team. I like we that. We are Georgia's, Georgia's team. team. We got prime okay, time. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, John, I can say this one thing, and I and I have to say uh-huh. it. Um, the Cowboy fans, we're, we're known all over. And the Falcon fans, they're kind of right here in Georgia. You don't so know. You have no clue. State, you have no clue. You can go Were y'all at the Super Bowl last year? State, Were y'all at the Super Bowl last year? Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. And y'all just okay. up at the fourth, at fourth quarter. Did y'all show up? Not. I know we got some Australia callers on, right, John? We got some Australia callers on, and they're Falcon fans, too. <laughs> Oh, they are? They, yeah, I just claim okay. it. I claim it. <laughs> you, you claim it. You claim it. And, 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 you know, being a Navy, being an ex-Navy man, I traveled the world, and I saw that star across, the, you know, internationally. Across the you know, so Hey, it, it, hey, yeah. The Cowboys, they're international. And the Falcons, they are they are Georgia's team. They really are. They are. They are, and we are, and we are nationalists too. We, I got friends all over the country that watch the Falcon. Game. Even when we went to the London game, you know there were a lot of Falcon fans there. There, so don't, 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 talk what yeah. you don't know. Don't follow your yeah, team. They, don't yeah, follow yeah, mine. Well, well, <laughs> they, they do like the, they do like the rest of the team does. They jump on the bandwagon when they winning. I think y'all had bandwagons <laughs> too when y'all got y'all real quarterback. Oh, <laughs> did I have to go down? Did I go down? <laughs> You, you know what? We're gonna turn, turn, turn the lines in the ESPN. Y'all better, they better sponsor me. Either ESPN, you see this? Y'all better come sponsor me. You know, put some funds on my show. Put some, put some respect on my show. Give me some funding in here. Listen, I thank y'all so much for. Huh? Go ahead. 
No, no, uh, no, I was just saying, yeah, put some respect on it. That's it. Yeah, right, put some respect on it. <laughs> hey, let's give it up for our guest tonight in the Lions Den. Come on, come on, come on. We have Tim, Tim and Shelly, it's been a pleasure. I thank y'all so much being here tonight. I, I know you, you touch lives. And I, from all the people that have been listening, that are writing in, calling in, thank you so much. I appreciate you from my heart. Thank you, John. We appreciate the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, it's so much fun. We gotta do this again, right, Kim? Absolutely. Hey, hey we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it again. Y'all, y'all do it after November the twelfth. Holla, holla! Yeah, do it after November the twelfth. Yes, do it after the twelfth after we go take over that dome. Yeah, right. We don't have a dome. We have a stadium. Okay, and y'all gonna fly yeah, right that, to that hole. There we go. There we go. Oh, that that that's banter. That's banter there. You know hey, we um, do it. You know we couldn't have a show without banter. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Surf on the Lions Den is powered by We Inspired Network Radio. Hey, we're 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 concluding season one. My God. Listen, this is my forty third show. I got awesome. what, six Congrats. more shows to go. Thank you so much. So, listen, y'all join us next week. We're going to have some special guests in the studio. We're going to be talking about breaking free from bondages and uh, just living the life to the fullest. So, y'all join Amen. me next week. You know why? Because yes. just like the Cowboys, we have to You don't want the tweet because deep down in Come places on. you don't talk about at parties. You want me on that wall. You want us on you that wall. You need me on that wall. Come on, they they, they need it. They, they need rise it. up, buddy. Hey. Rise up. Yeah. Oh, CB hey. for life. We them boys. You want him like Dirty Bird Nation. Dirty Bird Nation. Holla. We them boys. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thank y'all for tuning in. Hey, we'll see y'all next week.